Welcome to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hello and welcome back to the Dating and Relationship Show. Tonight we are exploring the world of dating with two matchmakers. Myself, Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca and Taryn Shea from Mutual Match. She's here, Taryn, and I work on matches together. We were chatting a few days ago about things that we feel are holding people back from finding a real connection. And I said, Taryn, we need to do this on the air. Uh, People need to hear this stuff. And some of the things that you're going to hear about today, you already know. But sometimes we need clarification or we need to hear things again and again in order for the information to process and to make a difference in our lives. So we are here and we're here to help. So let's get started. First of all, welcome, Taryn. Thank you very much, Laura, for having me. Yeah. So um, this is the first time I'm actually meeting you in person. And we work over the phone and email. And, and you're drop dead gorgeous. Oh my gosh, you're so nice, and so are you. <laughs> Yeah, you're all red. Okay, so how many of you have caught yourself saying something like this before? Why is it so hard to find love? I've I've been putting so much time and energy into dating and I'm not getting anywhere. Or maybe it's just not in the cards for me. Or are there no single people left out there? Or do I have to find a great match? Or do I have to move to find a great match? I think I've, I've, uh, I've said that one before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or do uh, they all have commitment issues? Now, the answer to all of this is no. Okay, so I want you to take a good look at the people that you are trying to commit to. Are they fresh out of a relationship or maybe uh, maybe not, but they're not looking for something serious. But then they tell you that, you know, they are going to commit again one day when the time is right. Or maybe you're dating someone and the chemistry is so amazing, right? Yeah, Taryn's like right. shaking her head. We've all been mm-hmm. there. But they're they're not around. They, they, they text a couple times a week, um, maybe make plans to see you every few weeks. Or maybe he, I'm saying he, doesn't even ask you out because I think most women, right, Taryn, are waiting for a guy to make the first move. Usually. They don't have to, but yes. Right. Well, yes. if you're the one that keeps asking him out, because I know yeah. there's a lot of situations where uh, women will ask the guy out and he'll go out with them, but then he doesn't initiate anything. Right. And women don't want that. Right. They want the guy so. to also initiate. Yeah. Uh, there's a difference between taking time to let a healthy relationship develop and see where it goes and waiting for someone to change to meet your needs. Mm-hmm. You need to make choices about whom and how you date based on what you want right now. Listen to this very carefully. If you stay in a dead-end relationship, there's no room for real love to enter into your life. Find out right away what your relationship goals are. Don't be afraid to ask. How do you feel about that, Taryn? Do you think that we should be asking people right away what their relationship goals are? Absolutely. Some people think that, that, that the person might, you know, be afraid of that and then you know leave no i think putting it out there and saying exactly what you want and creating boundaries around that is only going to lead to your success and it's going so, to yeah lead you the, the yeah, right person to the come right along because right. then they don't want to play games either that's right mm-hmm. yeah yeah so you're putting out there what you want to get back so you're creating boundaries about what you're looking for uh, and how you want to be treated and, you know, hopefully that will come back to you. So, Taryn, how do we know when a relationship is not right for us? 
Um, I think the first thing is, are they making you a priority in their life? Because exactly. that is number one. Right. right. And they might not make you a priority right highest. away. Right. Right. That could take time. Yes. But eventually over time, they have to somewhat, you know, yeah. be giving back what you're giving them. Exactly. You you need to feel like you're part of their life. Um, they're introducing you to friends and family. Um, they're checking in every day. They're asking how your day is going. They're really um, interested in getting to know you, what makes you tick. Um, so if that's missing, if it's one-sided, it's obviously not right for you. And if you have that feeling where you're not being treated the way that you want to be treated, that's an, another indication that yeah. this person is not really into you. Yeah, if it doesn't feel right, you know, we, we have to follow our intuition. So th- those gut feelings we have, um, and when you're around that person, how do you feel? That's a good indication if a relationship is right for you. Yeah, and if they suck the living energy out of you, yeah. and after the date, you, they leave you feeling uh, like down and deflated and leave you questioning how you feel, how they feel about you, that's yeah. also another good indication. Or uh, again, they never initiate contact. Or maybe they do, but they don't ask you out. They yeah. don't ever want to see you. I mean, it's somebody just, who's really into you wants to see you. Wants to see you. I mean, texting doesn't cut it, right? Yeah. We want to see each other in person. So if they're not making that a priority and some, and they're not put, you know, making space in their life for you, and, it's, and, it's, it's a non-starter. And I want to talk about uh, dating emotionally unavailable people when we come back from the break. But before uh, I end this conversation, I just want to say, if you're questioning the relationship and this person does know how you feel about them, step away from the relationship and put them in the driver's seat. Let them come to their own realization. Maybe they will or maybe they won't. But if they don't, then you need to move on. Absolutely. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And we're back. You're tuned into the Dating and Relationship Show, Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Laura Bellotta. Joining me today is Taryn Shea. She is a matchmaker, fellow matchmaker from Mutual Match. And uh, you've got two matchmakers here giving you guys dating advice and on what's holding you back from finding love. Before the break, we were discussing how we know when a relationship is not right for us. And I want to continue with that. Uh, I want to talk about dating people that are emotionally unavailable. Yes. So this is where I want to discuss how sometimes we confuse chemistry with emotional availability. It's so hard to find someone where there's that spark and that chemistry. And this is both. That's right. It's so difficult. So when we find someone that we feel we have that spark with, that chemistry with, we are so into them. We try so hard to win their affection. But what we're actually doing is pushing them away because we're scaring the gajibis out of them. Right. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, chemistry is awesome. And when you feel that in the early stages of dating, you can sometimes get carried away with thinking that the chemistry. I think we've all done it. We've all done it. <laughs> that chemistry, because we're clicking and we're, you know, we feel good around them. This is awesome. We have a lot to talk about. Doesn't necessarily mean that they're ready for a relationship and they're emotionally available. And it doesn't mean that they're necessarily compatible. Right. 
Because sometimes you. chemistry can hide some of that other stuff. Exactly. So that's the problem with feeling all of this, like, you know, the lightning bolts and the, the sparks early on, because it can mask other stuff. It's that first kiss that can oh, just yeah. destroy you. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's all downhill from there. Now, what about <laughs> if someone tells you something like, I'm just looking for something casual? You gotta believe You've them. You've got to. You gotta yes, believe you have them. To believe them. They're telling you, you. Yeah, and you're not going to be the one to change their mind. And so what happens is people want a relationship so badly that they ignore the messages uh, and the red flags. Yeah, absolutely. But don't do that. So don't when someone do that. tells you something, yeah, believe it. Believe it. Believe it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And you know, there's so many people that walk around grieving over someone that they haven't even dated. Yeah, I think I was guilty of this. Yeah, I did this too. I was grieving over someone I didn't even date. I was questioning myself all the time and I was thinking, am I not good enough? But the answer is yes, yeah. I am good enough. You know why? Because I'm good enough for the right person. person. Right. It didn't work out for a reason, right? Yes. And so I'm, and, and you know what? Maybe down the road when this person becomes emotionally available, maybe, maybe they'll come back. Yeah. And maybe then it'll be too late. And, uh, the fear of loss is a great motivator, too, for somebody. So if you step back and go, you know what, this is not working for me. You're not giving me what I need. It'll force them to kind of reevaluate things. And if they think they might lose you, then they can you know, make some decisions and figure it out. Yeah, and that's where uh, I want to talk about setting standards and boundaries for yourself. But we're going to come back yeah. to that because I want to finish yeah. with this conversation. So I'm going to repeat what I said earlier. If you stay in a dead-end relationship, there's no room for real love to enter into your life, okay? So don't lose another ounce of sleep over somebody that's not giving you uh, 100% back or even 80% back or, or not giving you what you feel that you need from that relationship. We often can confuse chemistry with a real connection, Taryn, mm -hmm. like we mentioned. What is chemistry to you? Well, there's different levels of chemistry, I think. <laughs> so I think a lot of us are aware of physical chemistry. Yes. You know, you see somebody, they walk into the room and you get the butterflies <laughs> and you're immediately attracted to them. And that's what we all strive but for. We all want that. But it's not sometimes, it's not for, it doesn't happen all the time. And that doesn't necessarily mean that that person is going to be um, right for you. Just because you're physically attracted to them, there's so much other stuff that needs to, you know, take place and to be there. And so there's emotional chemistry, there's intellectual. Um, and that's why you need to take your time in getting to know someone. Yeah. But the person has to be putting yeah. the effort. Both that, of you do. Both. Yeah. So, you have to be on the same page. So how can we tell if someone's emotionally available? Hmm. I think there's some questions you can ask. So I think inevitably questions about their exes. Yeah. Are you messed well, up? Yeah. Are you messed up? You can be direct. Or you can kind of, at some point you're going to talk about their exes. Not on the first date. Never talk about exes on the first date. But as you progress in a, the early stages of relationship, it's going to come up. Um, and if they're not 100% sure that they're over an ex, and you can tell. Or they're angry or over they're a angry, past relationship. Or they haven't dealt with their stuff there. It's going to come out. Yeah. And it's going to affect your relationship with right. them. Yeah. So would you suggest that someone who's still dealing with uh, issues uh, or harboring feelings from a past relationship... That you would, would you step back from yeah. that relationship? I, yeah, and, I and let them and let them do the work. Let them do the work because you can't do it for them. Exactly. Okay, let's talk about the next point. What ho what's holding people back from finding love? 
So people standing in their own way. Mm. <laughs> we talked about this. Self-sabotage. Yeah, self-sabotage. Yeah. Yeah, so let's talk about this, self-sabotage. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, again, when people aren't ready to be in a relationship, that's what they do is they self-sabotage. Yeah, they and they, f- it's almost like subconsciously they find reasons wrong uh, or find reasons to find something wrong with the relationship. Every time. Yes, <laughs> because they're not ready. Yeah. Exactly. And, yeah. and, 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 and so many, we, we date so many of these different types of people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And repeating the same patterns, okay? So dating the same type of person over and over and over again. Yes. If you keep dating the same type of person over and over again and it's not working out for you, well, guess what? Try dating somebody different. Say yes to somebody you normally wouldn't yes. say yes to. And we know what? We need to take a break. We're going to come back to this. We're, we're talking about uh, what's holding people back from finding love with Taryn Shea. From Mutual Match, and I'm Laura Bellotta, also a matchmaker. We'll be right back. Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. We're talking about what's holding you back from finding a real connection with two matchmakers today, myself, Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca and Taryn Shea. She's a matchmaker over at Mutual Match. We actually work on matches together. We We were chatting the other day and we were having this conversation and I said, hey, girl, you need to come on the radio with me. Mm -hmm. And she, you, you made it like with like little yeah, notice yeah well, we made thank it you. happen thank you thank you very much before the break one of the points I was making uh, what's holding people back from finding love is that people stand in their own way we talked about self-sabotaging and repeating the same you know patterns if, you, if you're dating the same type of person over and over again and it doesn't work then date outside your comfort zone yeah try yeah. something different try Say, something new yeah absolutely yeah and you know I've often have you know clients coming in describing what they're looking for and then we talk about their exes and they're describing exactly the same thing that you know the same person that they've dated in the past so you know correcting that a little bit and getting clear on what is good for you and is is important and sometimes your type may have changed and you don't even know it yet yeah until you find uh someone new and it's almost like a breath of fresh air yeah. and i've seen it happen with friends where they've dated these like emotionally unavailable people and they've had these tumultuous relationships and then they get like they find someone that's that's perfect for them it's like oh my gosh I didn't know I could have such a loving relationship and here I am I'm so happy and you know they could have their past selves could have said no to that person but now they've learned so much through relationships and they open up a little bit more and then they've said yes to somebody they probably wouldn't have said yes to you know five years ago So another reason that uh, people are not finding love or it's hard for them to find a real connection is because they're not putting their best foot forward. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we could talk about online dating. Do you want to talk about that? Sure. Profiles? Of course. We can get to that. Let's do that. All right. I mean, we've got so much that we can talk about. So sure. Let's talk about online dating. Okay. So if you're going to be online, you want to make sure to work on your profile so that it stands out. Yes. Okay. Put effort into it. Yeah, Please. so Taryn and I uh, often go online to find our clients' matches. Yeah. And so, 
sometimes. We see it all. <laughs> <laughs> I just laugh, though. Sometimes you see these profiles, and honestly, it looks, it looks like some of these guys just crawled out from under a rock somewhere. Yeah. It's like their hair is everywhere. They've got these dirty outfits on. or And, and they, they've got these, some of them come out like looking, and they've got the same look on their face, the same expression. It's like, can you just look normal? Mm-hmm. Or maybe smile. And if you, if you don't want to smile because your teeth are yellow, then go get them white. Mm-hmm. Like, you just really need to put your best foot forward. Yeah. And I don't think, like, what do you think's happening, Taryn? Why are, why are these, I, I can speak for the men, because I haven't really seen a lot of female profiles, but you right. might have. But why, why do you, like, do you think a lot of them are delusional and just think, oh, this is a great photo? Yeah, I think that there's some of that, or they, I think they think that somebody should see past that. Really? But, well, I think they do. I think that, you know, a photo. Like people but, are shopping through a catalog. Yes, They're not going to see through that. They don't know they your don't. personality. They don't. So that's the only thing they have to go on. And it's about bathroom selfie, you know, with poor oh, lighting. horrible. With you no know, smile I mean, on their face. With no smile on their face, with their toothpaste toothpaste sitting there it's it's not good well how about when they post their first picture as a as a picture of their dog or some mem or Or, something yeah or in a a whole group of people and you're trying to figure out who's who i mean no (laughs) (laughs) yeah no okay so how about following through on your messages don't just disappear so this is one of the biggest complaints that people uh that i hear from people is that it doesn't matter who you are. You can be the most attractive person in the world, but you're chatting with someone and then they just ghost you. You know what? People are juggling so much, right, in their daily lives, but then they're also juggling a bunch of people online too. So they're on Match. They're on Bumble. They're on Tinder. And then they, te- they and, tend to forget because I've forget. been asking people, why yeah. Why do you do that? And it's like, oh, well, oh, I forgot because I've got, you know, all these different matches going. They do. They do. <laughs> and they forget. And they forget. Yeah. Right. Ah, oh, it's yeah. so annoying, isn't it? it so, is. uh, and according to a recent statistic, thirty-seven percent of men and forty-one percent of women use dating apps for something fun and interesting to do. So they're not. That's even, alarming. That is alarming. So they're there so, for entertainment purposes only. It's fun, <laughs> and that's kind of like I feel like that's a waste of my time. It is. If you're looking for a real connection, a real relationship, and somebody's swiping just because they think it's fun, it's like a video game. <laughs> It's you know, so people don't put yourself on dating sites unless yeah. you're looking for a hookup because some people are yeah but be and honest it, about that right I think yes yes and some people are yeah some and people that's are okay there's a time and a place for that but you need to be upfront about that in your and, profile and be upfront too right away yes okay yeah. and there and and uh, the statistics also shows that 33 percent of men and 11 percent of women are just looking for a hookup or something casual yeah I believe that mm-hmm. yeah yeah so if if someone's profile says I'm just looking for something casual for now. I mean, that could lead into a relationship down the road. Um, but what would that mean to you, Taryn? Yeah, I would see that and I would swipe left. If I'm wait, somebody... Wait, wait, so for people listening don't yeah. know what left is. Okay, left so is left no. is saying no, right is saying yes. So, <laughs> yeah. So if I saw that, sometimes there's two options, casual or I don't know what I'm looking for. Right. Those are good indications that somebody's testing the waters. They're not sure. They may be just looking for casual they're fresh out of a relationship. They want to see what's out there. Um, yeah. And you don't want to be, if you're, if, if you've already done the dating and you're looking for a real relationship, you want to make sure that person is too, if you're going to spend some time messaging them. So let's talk about what a profile should look like. 
Um, you need to put effort into it. And I think and the more information, the better. I think so, too. I, you know what I can't stand on Tinder yeah. is, is when I, you just someone put, post one picture of themselves and then their age and basically that's it. That's it. It's like, well, how am I supposed to swipe right when I don't know anything about they're you? And they're losing out on a lot of people that would have said yes to them because there's not enough information. Exactly. Okay, we're talking about what holds people back from finding love. We're talking about online dating and how to make your profile stand out. When we come back on the Dating and Relationship Show, we've got so much more juicy stuff to talk about. We'll be back. Listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It's Sunday night. You're tuned in to the Dating and Relationship Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. I'm Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca. And in studio with me, we have Taryn Shea. She's from Mutual Match. It's a matchmaking service here in the city. And we are both matchmakers. And we are giving you guys dating advice that you should listen to because we know what we're talking about (laughs) and uh we're talking about what's holding you back from finding a real connection so before the break we were uh, basically giving you some online dating advice and uh, we were talking about profiles i had to save this profile so this guy writes i'm not interested in any psychotic self-centered overly sensitive freaks also don't bother if you are not feminine like, this guy sounds like a freaking jerk. Like, yeah. buddy, boy. do you actually think somebody's going to swipe right on you? Like, I, I just want to message him to say, you know what? You're not that good. Uh, really psychotic, self-centered, overly overly sensitive freaks. Yeah. You're an ass. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. But I had to say that. Yeah. So, please, if you're looking for a true connection, don't write stupid crap like that. And and Because it st- makes you look like an idiot. It does. Really. Write stuff that's positive. What are you looking for in a person? Not what not what you're not looking for, but list this, the, the qualities that you're looking for in a person. Yeah, because, don't be negative. Because you know what? That guy just screams jaded to me. Yeah. Jaded. Cynical. Jaded. Yeah. And nobody wants to date a jaded person. All right. Conversation starters. How can we start the conversation? That's a hard one. Um, sometimes, well, the um, ones. Well, let's just let's just point out that the ones they give you as suggestions are so stupid. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, like what's your favorite color? Really? Like they're so <laughs> contrived. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna ask somebody what what their favorite color is on my first message. Yeah. It's just so stupid. Yeah. So basically, we want to pull something out from their profile. I think so. Take a look at their profile. Um, Make sure read you read, their it. Bi- read Read the bio. Um, and then, you know, if they've gone somewhere that you've gone, maybe you reach out and say, hey, I, I, I went to Machu Picchu too. And, you know, and there's some common ground there. You can start a conversation. Yes, exactly. That's what I say too. How else can our profile stand out? Well, first off, talk about, yeah, talk about positive things. um, You know, so you want to put some effort into, we talked a little bit about this already, but put some effort into your pictures, get some professionally done photos, you're going to stand out 100%. If you get some photos that are done well, okay, but they don't necessarily have to be professional photos. Listen, we all have Androids. Okay, yes. our yeah. pictures, like our iPhones. Get a friend to take the picture. Don't, exactly. Yeah, you don't and have make, to do the selfies all the time. No, just get some help. Yeah, or you can reach out to like a date coach, like Taryn yeah. or I. Where we both help people with this type of thing. If you don't know, if you're not, if you don't write well, uh, you can also help get help. I do with it all that. the time. So yep. do I. Yep. I both. I have that service as well. Yep. I help people with their online 
profiles and it sounds good and they actually get success yeah. or have success with it. Because sometimes you're too close to it. Uh, you know, it's your profile. You you need somebody to say, you know what? I think this is great about you. This is what you need to play at. Yeah, and it's difficult sometimes um, when I sit with people uh, as a matchmaker and I'll ask them about their personality and they've hardly written anything. And they, and they say, well, it's really difficult for me to talk about myself. Yeah. And I get that. But have a family member or a friend help you yeah. because they may know you a little bit more than you know yourself. Absolutely. And picture selection. So have somebody else take a look at your pictures and say, so, I like this one so better. important. Because we, yeah, yeah, we're we, jaded when it comes to our pictures. We don't see what, you know, what the good jaded. ones are. No, not you. But. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's talk about unrealistic expectations. So that's another mm. biggie. That's another thing that holds people back from finding love. Their and, perfect person is out there. And this for drives them. us crazy as yeah. matchmakers because people come in and they've got like this list, Long list of what they're looking for. And then we're looking at them and going, well, what are you offering them that, you know, yeah. like, I mean, you're asking for so much, but you, well, you, you don't a, really measure up. Like attracts like. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I mean, if you've got a long checklist of qualities that you're looking for in a person, especially the superficial ones like height and things like that, like Taryn, I you're people, narrowing it down so much for yourself. I tell my clients that. Yeah. I'm like, absolutely. if you're going to have a huge list of, of requirements, yeah. because I've at the end of the I've day, I turn people away because I don't think I can help you. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, they also have to be interested in, in meeting you. And that's one thing that people don't understand about matchmaking. Yeah. It's like, yeah, shoot, you could be looking for this person that you think would be great for you but is that person also interested in meeting you yes like we can't force people to date you we see the other side of it yes <laughs> we do <laughs> <laughs> um and so i think you just really need to be a little bit realistic with what you're looking yeah, for and open do you uh, ever get people like i get guys coming in i'll be like i only i'll only date brunettes yeah it's like really hair color yeah or i won't date a redhead they're nuts it's yeah. like Oh, come on. You're already making assumptions about somebody. Yeah. Assumptions are the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Stop making assumptions. Yeah. That's another thing yep. that's holding you back. Yeah. And you're assuming things. You're assuming things and you need to go out and meet people and form opinions based on actual dates in real life instead of just making assumptions that somebody's going to be a certain <laughs> way. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So the more open you can be, the more successful you're going to be hands down when it comes to finding somebody. Yes. Which, if you limit yourself, it's, yeah. And and, and that's where we uh, discuss uh, vulnerability. Yeah. Vulnerability breeds success when it comes to relationships. We're going to come back though, because I've got to take a break. I'm getting the signal here. Go to break, go to break. Okay, we're going to talk about uh, vulnerability when we come back on the Dating and Relationship Show. We'll be back. Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bilotta from singleinthecity.ca. On Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. It's the Dating and Relationship Show. I'm Laura Bellotta, your host. Taryn Shea, mutual match, matchmaker. She's in the house. I'm also a matchmaker. You've got two matchmakers here giving you guys dating advice on what's holding you back from finding a real connection. So before the break, we were talking about putting your best foot forward. Uh, and uh, I introed into um, being vulnerable. But but before we get into that, Taryn, mm -hmm. I want to continue with putting your best foot forward because mm -hmm. I don't think we did it justice. Right. So 
every time, people, if you're single, you need to look good when you walk out that door. Put lipstick on. <laughs> but if you don't wear lipstick, no, because some people don't really wear makeup. No, that's fine. And and if that's but, who you are, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, you're not going to change. Be your best you self, are. whoever you are. Whoever what, you yeah. are. But, you know, like, make sure you've got some nice clothes on and you feel yeah, good about yourself when you walk out that door. Yeah. yeah, because you don't know when you're going to meet that person. Yeah. And you want to be able to feel confident when you meet that person yeah. in order to maybe walk up to them or not. Make eye contact. Make eye contact. <gasps> Smile, maybe. Wait for them to come to you. Yeah. Smile, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Actually look at somebody face to face and, yeah, that's awesome. I'm good at flirting. Really good. Yeah. Okay. Flirting is great. It makes you feel alive. I right? love it. I love uh-huh. it. Uh, let people know that you're single and looking and to keep an eye out for you. Yeah. Because you never know. Like, Tell your friends. If, I'm if, open. Set me up. Not just friends, but friends, family members, anybody. Because like they're not going to have it in, in the, the front of their minds if you don't let them know that you know they should be helping you out. Yeah. But I've seen a lot of friends uh, play matchmaker for mm-hmm. other singles. I'm like, hey, that's my job. <laughs> it could turn out well or it cannot turn out well. How about feeling good and confident about yourself by getting active and getting healthy? Yes. Yes. Doing stuff for yourself. Self-care. It all com- it comes back to self-worth, right? Mm-hmm. All the- anything we're talking about here, the root of that is self-care, self-love. And we all uh, let ourselves go sometimes. Things happen in our lives and we're not always at the gym or we're not always eating healthy. But, but for the most part, you know, when you're single, get back to that. Yeah. This is your time to shine. This yeah. is your time. To- Focus is on you. It's on you. Yeah. And actually, like, working on yourself first after a broken relationship before you get out there and start dating again. Because you do again. need time. You do. Yeah. Yes. You need at least six months, a year. Oh, no. Not, well, I can't. You can't put a time on no. it, though. It's when you actually feel good. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, how about go shopping and get some new clothes? Yeah. That always makes me feel good. Yeah. I love it. It gives you a boost. And yeah. And if you don't know um, how to shop for yourself, because some people don't, especially guys. Mm-hmm. There's always a clerk or someone at the store that can help you. Or I, I know I take, yeah, I take people shopping as well. Taryn, do you? Yeah, I've done it before. Hang out in new places. So if you keep going to the same drabby places over and over, and it's the same crowd, how are you expect to meet somebody? And you need to have single friends. You can't all have couples as friends. You need to have some single friends. But some people don't know how to meet single people. There's, there's meetups. There's meetup um, groups. There's you, single in the city. Single. People, I host events for singles. Yep. And, uh, speed so, dating. You can meet dating. friends and dates. Right. Right. And this has happened in the past where people come to speed dating and they might not meet the love of their life, but they've met a new friend. Yeah. It happens so often. And networking events. Those are the other big ones for work. Trade shows. Trade shows. Anywhere network. where there are people. And it doesn't have to. Maybe you're not the nightclub type. Yeah. And that's fine. Because I feel like you don't make you don't a. Have to, or, you don't always make a true connection at a nightclub. Exactly. And what are you interested in? If you like tennis, join a tennis club. That's, again, we're going back to meet up. Yeah. And and that's pretty much, I mean, we're going to go into the next uh, part of this conversation, uh, vulnerability. But that's pretty much it. So mm-hmm. you really need to make yourself available, people. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about vulnerability. So vulnerability breeds success when it comes to relationships. Because if you're not vulnerable, you can never be in love. No. How are you going to be in you love? Gotta, you got to take that wall down. Yeah, you, you can't, if you can't be vulnerable and you want to find love, then you need to figure out why and do the work to get past it. Stop allowing what happened to you 
to you years ago dictate your future. Not everyone is going to treat you the same, okay? Yes. They're not. Yeah. We all have the ability to forgive and change for the better. You deserve to be happy. So please, if you're not vulnerable and you want a relationship, then work on yourself and figure it out. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when you're vulnerable on a date, that's where the real connection is going to happen, right? So if, you, if you're vulnerable on a date, and even when it's hard for you, the other person sees that, and they can be vulnerable too, and then you're vulnerable together, and you've got a connection. That's yeah. how it happens. But if you've got walls up, and you're not being your true self... You know, the good and the bad. And the other person can sense it and when you have, have a wall up. Yeah. And it becomes surface stuff. You're talking about superficial stuff. And it's not going to go anywhere. You're not going to have, they're not going to remember you. And and how about when someone, you are dating someone and they do have a wall up. Um, what would you suggest in that case? Um, I suggest stepping back from that relationship and... Um, Letting them come to you, really, if they are going to yeah. come to you. Yeah. I mean, I you can't help them work it out. They need to figure it out for themselves. Yeah. They need to do their own work. You can't, you can't be the one to do it for them. And they need to step away and figure it out on their own. And I mentioned fear of loss before. And if they're going to lose you... You know, that might be the catalyst for them to to do the work and figure it out. Yes. So people need to do the work and they need to come to that realization on their own. Yeah. You can help them realize that and they the, might be that they might not be vulnerable or they're emotionally unavailable, but you can't change that no. for them. OK, we're uh, creating boundaries and standards for yourself when we come back from the break on the Dating and Relationship Show. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It's the Dating and Relationship Show. Amazing topic tonight. This is one that uh, I'm, you know, it's dear to my heart because this is what I do for a living. I'm a day coach, I'm a matchmaker, and I invited a fellow matchmaker in studio with me, Taryn Shea from Mutual Match. My company is singleinthecity.ca, and we're talking about what's holding you back from finding a real connection. Okay. And we know what we're talking about, don't we, Terry? We do. Yes, we yeah. do. <laughs> so let's talk about creating boundaries and standards for yourself. So, so, so important. And, and I think it, for people that have been in a long relationship and come out of that long relationship and they start dating, this is a hard one for them because they meet somebody that they really like and they want to latch on to them, right? And we talked about this <laughs> earlier. Get their claws in. And the person's going, help, help, help. help. Yeah. yeah. So, and then so you try to make them... Um, be as into you as you are into them, and that never works. No, you're and pushing you're just them further be away. Miserable, and you're gonna your self confidence will take a hit. So it's all about creating boundaries for yourself and yeah. being treated the way you want to be treated. Now you want to teach people how to treat you, okay? So they're gonna respect you, and this is gonna set the tone from the beginning of the relationship. If you if you want to be with me, uh, this is what I expect from this relationship. Yeah. Absolutely. Tell and you, you don't want to be like an army sergeant or anything. No, you have to be diplomatic and you have to wait for the right timing. And But you have to um, communicate your needs and what you're looking for. Because if you don't, the other person's not going to know. And a lot of people make the mistake of 
creating standards and boundaries for themselves like a year down the road or two years down the yeah. road. It's too late. It's too late. You, you need, need to, to do it, it from the beginning because yeah. it's just like going to be like, well, you know, uh, it wasn't a problem a year ago. Why is it a problem now? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I woke up. Yeah. Well, you need to wake up from the beginning. Yes. So set standards for yourself because it's going to make you more attractive. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. And 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 I'm trust me as a as a woman, a yeah. guy will respect you more if you set standards for yourself. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And this is what I expect and yeah. Okay, which leads me to the next point. Uh, well, it doesn't really lead me there, but it's all kind of uh, it's it all, all blends it all, together. It, <laughs> it all, all flows. Yeah. Okay, stop with the FOMO. Do you know what FOMO is? It's called fear of missing this, out. This is huge in dating. Too it's too big a, in dating. It's such a problem. It is. This is why people aren't finding real connections. It's called the paradox of choice. Yeah. When your people people are reluctant to make a choice because they always think that they're going to find something else, something, something better, better, someone more suitable for yeah. them. Okay. There's no perfect person. No. And you need to give it a chance. You need to give somebody a chance. A genuine chance. A genuine chance. You can't go on a date and go home and start swiping again. If you've had a really good date with somebody, focus on that person. Right? Yeah. Harder, I, is easier that a, said than done. I know. But, but it goes back to they can't help themselves. Yeah. yeah. Um, you're dating multiple people from dating sites or searching for multiple people. Yeah. You got to stop swiping what Taryn said and give it a shot. Give it a shot. Focus on one person Especially for a little while. Especially if you while. have like 10 people on the go. Do you really need 10 people on the go? Yeah. Because you're obviously like people think, okay, it's a numbers game. So if I have 10 people on the go, uh, maybe one or two of them are going to work out. You, and maybe yeah. I'll meet up with one or two of them. Yeah. And how do you feel thinking that maybe that other person has five or 10 people on the go? Well, you know it's happening. You know though. it's happening, but it just, yeah. You know what? And I would be upfront uh, with someone about that. I would say, hey, listen. Yep. You know, and, and I, if they don't like it too bad, I would say, hey, listen. Um, you know, I, I, we connected a little while ago. There hasn't been any communication. Are you interested in chatting with me or no? Or are you just going to keep swiping? Mm-hmm. And see what they say. Yeah. And if they're like, oh, this is too much for me, well, then see you later. Then you're not yeah. really looking for a real connection because that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And how about if you have a great connection, but something turns you off about someone, don't just throw in the towel. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't know enough about that person. Yeah. And, and you know, attraction can build, chemistry can build as you get to know somebody. You said that you had some advice around that because that happened to you. Yeah. Personal um, experience. Um, yeah. I mean, you mean emotional availability and chemistry? No, no. Just okay. how you said that you uh, attraction grew oh, for you yeah, with someone that you were dating. Sure. You, I, were, you didn't find them. It's happened a couple times yeah, where so I've been what? out with somebody and I didn't get those immediate sparks, but I took my own advice, the three-date rule, and I went out with the person. Is that your advice, the three-date rule? I, I say three dates. If it's, if it's not horrible, see that person again. Yeah. Because you don't show up. You know, first dates are awkward and people don't bring the best versions of them. They get nervous. They've got walls up. They're not sure. The communication style is different. You need to give them a chance. Yes. I totally agree. To get to know each other. I had a friend call me last week and same thing. They said, oh, you know, she was a little bit this and a little bit that of that. And uh, she swore a lot on the date and blah, it's blah, blah. It's never going to be perfect. There was somewhat of a, a connection there. So yeah. I said, you know what? You give it another shot. Yes. What do you have to lose? What do you have to lose? Go for a gelato. You don't have to spend $1,000 on her. No. 
That's right. <laughs> I think guys fear that, right? Yeah. So nowadays on dating sites, it used to be dinner, and now it's just like coffee. you want to go for a coffee mm-hmm. or a cocktail. Mm-hmm. That's what most people want to do. Or a walk. And you don't want to invest too much no. because you don't know somebody. It's okay for the first date. But it's a little different if you've met them somewhere and you want to ask them out. Dinner's nice. Yeah. If you know them already. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I agree. Um, so that's pretty much it for today. Uh, I hope that you were able to retrieve a lot of valuable information. If you feel that you need some guidance when it comes to helping you find a partner, Taryn and I are both date coaches and matchmakers, and we can help guide you through your journey to finding the one. Mm-hmm. Taryn, where can people get a hold of you? So uh, through my website, mutualmatch.ca. Um, yeah, so they can are you reach on me Instagram? there. I am on Instagram. What's it's your Instagram account? At matchmutual. And as for myself, you can grab a copy of my book, Single in the City, available at Chapters and Amazon. This book was written to help you attract your perfect match. So everything that we're talking about today is in there. I also have a product for men called The Total Approach, where I teach men how to build confidence and approach women in any situation. That program is available at singleinthecity.ca. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in each and every week. Ciao for now.